0: From the 908 Studio, this is Shoot Your Shot, brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot, Paul Slater The Chosen One, John Grossi, the boss man, John, happy National Wine Day, yesterday, too bad it didn't fall on a show day, but like, we still celebrated, didn't we?
1: I got some bubbly right there. Yeah, we could turn it. It's not cold though.
0: Let's turn it right up here, buddy. Huh? Gosh. It's early in the morning. See, some people get mad that there's like a
1: national wine day every month, or like national red wine day, national white wine day, national drink wine day, national have a glass of wine day. Right.
0: I love it. Oh, I think it's great. I yeah. Think we need more. Honestly. No, I totally agree with you.
1: And honestly, at at what point does this start becoming like a like Labor Day? Like, what point is national wine day in like twenty years, where it's just like, all right.
0: Like, we get the day we, off. We need
1: the, we need the next day off. Or National Wine Day Eve. That'd be
0: awesome. I don't mind that idea, actually. You get the day off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Like, everybody loves wine. Everybody loves wine. If you don't it, like wine, you do love wine. You, you do, just don't you, know. Exactly. That's your ta- Well, your taste buds haven't changed yet. Yes, yes. You have <laughs> probably, like, six more months before your taste buds change every seven years. I actually was, like
1: been drinking a lot of beer lately just because that's what what I had mm-hmm. and I was really just enjoying my wine last night and thinking like wow it is so good it's a
0: little sweet not too sweet oh god oh I love it the tannins Paul huh hey I'll be honest <laughs> with you John I've been taking it a little easy yeah I mean here's the deal I'm getting old you can't you can't blackout every night you no. just can't it's no. not it can't be good for you. I'm assuming, you know, a glass of wine a day keeps the doctor away. That's what they always say. But like, you can't have 12 glasses of wine a day. No. Which is, you know how we are. If I have, if I have one glass, I might as well have six. It's the whole
1: jug of Carlsberg. Yeah.
0: There's no reason
1: for me to stop at one. I think, I think you found grocery outlet at a good point in your life yeah. because that
0: jug. I oh. mean, there's, a, there's no stopping when that jug's open. Dude, I have drank half of a jug before, and I was so banged up the next day. Yeah. I, it was insanity. But I look, so I've been taking it a little easy, John, huh? That's good I'm Guess proud what of what I you. did. I went to grocery outlet. You think they have a great deal on wine? Yes, they do. You know what else they have a great deal on? Lacroix. You oh, get yeah. a, a 12 pack for 3.99 or something. It's some, right there at the front. Some stu- I saw it at the front and I was like, were you me. in line and then you grabbed I said, one? You always have me every time. Give me two. Yeah, you're like, shit, I don't even have a cart, but let me try to figure out how to how to work this. And I figured it out all right. So I'm It's kind of my placebo. You know, LaCroix is a little placebo. It tastes like, it feels like Coors Light going down. Yep. Tastes like LaCroix. It's delicious. Carbonation's so good. Right. So, you know, I've been drinking a couple of those to make myself feel a little bit better. And then I get a notification or I see it on Twitter. It's National Wine Day yesterday. I'm not going to not crush a bottle.
1: Well, if you don't celebrate, you're just, you're
0: a Scrooge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I had a bottle and am I better off for it? probably in the end i've been pushing this narrative that like
1: i don't know i've 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 left my house a little bit recently since, since this pandemic like going out to bars let's say not going yeah. over to like whoever's house or right. whatever uh i've been saying that i'm out of shape socially because of this pandemic like but is yep. it just that we're getting old
0: i think that has a little bit to do with it
1: because like at this point and i don't i'm not saying this i don't want this to be me but i like I'm ready to go out at like five thirty. Five thirty no. six. Like on a Saturday, are you kidding me? Like just get me out there at like five thirty six.
0: I'm give me home by nine, please. Dude. Uh, we've always been Darty guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, the Darty's so clutch.
0: Nobody respects a good Darty like me and you. I
1: think I think when you get older, like old people don't call the it Darty. It's just Saturday.
0: Like Yeah, that's is there true. any
1: guy on earth that doesn't crack a beer by eleven AM on Saturday? That's
0: a good point. Like once you if you own a home with a lawn. Oh yeah, yeah. You you gotta well, first off, if you mow the lawn, you gotta have a coarse lightning. Well, your I'm hand. pretty
1: sure guys only mow the lawn because it just like goes with beer.
0: Yeah, and it's acceptable it's like pretzels. Yeah, it's acceptable yeah. as well. You can't get in trouble if you're mowing the lawn exactly. by your wife and cracking open a beer exactly. You just can't. Wow, well, we need to move to Ohio pronto. Oh uh, man, I I will move to Ohio tomorrow if you want to. Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland gets a lot of shit, but you know who loves Cleveland? Joel Batonio. He told us. Yeah. I think it'd be an epic time.
1: Well, like, also, the life we're envisioning is some random suburb outside of Cleveland that no one's ever heard of, mm-hmm. and it's just full of dudes, like, around our age just drinking beers and mowing lawns.
0: Yeah. that All I need is my buddies to go with me. Yeah. I won't go by myself, but if I have, like, three other, two other guys to go with me and live there for... The rest of our lives, I'm a thousand percent in. There's a reason. There's a reason it wasn't called Lewis. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I (laughs) mean I've never heard anything more true than that.
1: Oh, Lewis went across America. Yeah, I don't think so. Clark came with them. I'm sure they I'm sure they got on each other's nerves. Probably. But at the end of the day, who are they splitting a little meat off the rabbit with over the fire? Each other.
0: Yeah, and Every Lewis and every Clark, they always got to have a sack of jawia.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to have a
0: good sack of jawia, yeah. or else, you know, what are you doing we're with your life? We're just out
1: looking for our sack of jawia. Yeah,
0: that's who wants to be our sack of jawia. That's the question. I bet
1: there was also like other dudes. There had to been, right? Yeah. Like, did they have a little party and they were just Lewis and Clark because
0: probably they just like
1: were the only ones who knew how to write. That's I mean, probably what happened?
0: It's like us, like we're Lewis and Clark, but yeah. we have other guys that are are or buddies with. Yes. George Washington had other buddies instead of John Adams. Mhm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who I don't think John Adams and George Washington like each other. There's no way. At all.
1: I think they had a, I think they I'm like I'm probably wrong about this but like I I'm so enamored with like 1776. Oh, me too. And like I just assume those were like the best guys of all time and I see them like I just imagine them sort of like not liking each other, but thinking it was best for the country if like they were like both in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe they had like slightly different views on stuff and they were like so honorable and they were like, all right, well, for the good of America, we need to have like both of us, even though we are not friends.
0: That's true. And I think you hit the nail on the head. And what what I'm going to need you to do is watch a nice little show called Hamilton <laughs> and it teaches you a lot of stuff. Because that's of all, spot I'll, on. It's spot on. I'm going to watch said.
1: Hamilton, but I have no trust in in them like actually knowing the history
0: Uh, i think they do know you don't think they took a little poetic license on things they probably did like look shakespeare was full of shit huh for sure
1: that's what i'm saying everyone's got a narrative i'm still gonna enjoy the shit out of it oh for sure the guy are you watching (laughs) what in the heights no but isn't that the guy what guy Someone that had to do with Hamilton just released in the Heights. It's coming to theater
0: soon. We should go. I'm in. I'm one thousand percent in. I don't know a lot about it. Hamilton it's... and George Washington were good buddies according to the play. It must be nice. I'm t- yeah. That's see? I you even you know, you never even seen it. Yeah. All right. Speaking of getting old, we're talking about getting old, John. But hey, maybe we haven't reached our prime yet. Oh, we haven't. I'm, that's all I'm saying on the show. We should probably we'll get to the interview very shortly, but we got a big interview with Major League ball player, pitcher for the Chicago Cubs, Tommy Nance. So, cool. Uh, I mean, what a guy for for one. But we keep talking about how we're, we're getting too old for this. I don't think that's true. Oh, no. We can't give up on the dream.
1: No, we can't give up on the dream.
0: Because Tommy Nance didn't, and he's freaking shoving in the league it's now. It's so
1: cool. And we talked about him last week. He's, like, the nicest guy of all time. And also, like, he's the hardest worker. And I don't mean to take this away from anyone else, but, like, when you go up to the big leagues on and make a debut on, like, the Cubs, like, if you're on the Cubs or Dodgers or yeah. Yankees, I mean, that's so much better than, like, the Orioles.
0: So much better.
1: <laughs> like, it's so cool. He. He was at Wrigley. Like are you kidding me?
0: The I don't want to spoil anything because the interview is electric. He's a great dude. Him describing his his debut. I mean, I almost cried for one. Not I didn't cry. I thought about crying because of the emotions. Uh
1: he said he had clammy hands
0: and at that time
1: my hands were so sweaty yeah. and I was like shaking. I was like I had to remind myself I wasn't debuting.
0: My hands are clammy right now.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm not even doing anything.
1: Uh, uh, we should get to that. Y- you want do... to do it quick? It's throwback Thursday. Yep. Uh, I have a grab my gears after. Mm.
0: Just a quick one. You want to do it now or do you want to no, wait? No, no, no. Well, yeah. Let's no, get to the interview let's first. Get to the interview. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Nobody cares about us. Yeah, this is pretty stupid. All right. Let's get to the interview. We have. Tommy Nance, he just made his debut last week, or two weeks ago maybe, for the Chicago Cubs, relief pitcher, uh, played at at Wilson High School, great dude, one of our good buds. Uh, He's in a hotel room right in Pittsburgh. Yep. Got a little road series with the Pirates, my boys, huh? City of Bridges. Uh, Okay, let's get to the interview. Tommy Nance on the road. Wow, it looks great traditional American Foursquare. On the phone, big big time guest, one of our good buddies. Chicago Cubs pitcher, Tommy Nance. Tommy, welcome to the show, man.
2: Thanks for having me guys
0: Dude, this is awesome. I mean, you're a major league ball player. Like does that ever get old?
2: <laughs> um it's I mean honestly it's still a little surreal. I know I've been up here for a little over a week now, but um You know, it's, it's, it's unreal, man. I can't even put it into words still. It's it's just an experience and uh, opportunity.
0: Like kids grow up and basically every kid, I think, right. Every single kid that grows up wants to be a major league baseball player and you did it. Like, that's really epic. Like, even to me, like, I know you and, but it's still epic, you know, (laughs)
2: I mean, I just – you think about, like, when we all grow up, you know, like you said, we all want to be a big leaguer. We're all we're all playing wiffle ball, like, you know, bottom of the ninth, you know, World Series, like, this is where we all want to be, you know. And, um, you know, it's really cool seeing all the hard work that I've put in, um, you know, pay off over the years because it's definitely been a wild a wild ride for me. <laughs> so –
1: can you can you talk a little bit about your journey and your injuries? Uh, I mean, obviously, what? How old are you right now? Thirty.
2: Yeah, I just turned thirty in March.
1: So you've been at this for a long time. Tell, can you walk us kind of a synopsis of the journey?
0: Uh
2: yeah. Um. Let's see. We got. A, I guess I'll start from high school maybe. Um. So high school, you know, over at Wilson doing my thing and. Didn't uh, didn't really decide where I was going to go to school um, until after I want to say my last game, my senior year, like last game. Cause I had a, I had that back injury going into the year. Uh, I think it was like in September or something like that when school started, and uh, you know, I was out for most of that year, didn't really get looked at by many schools, and then uh, ended up being a recruited walk on over at Long Beach State, which had always been my dream you know, to go play there, um, as you guys know, like, going to a Friday night baseball game at Blair Field was kind of a thing to do, Like um, growing up, like, that's where I wanted to go, um, so it's cool being there for a year, um, ended up going to uh, Cypress Junior College the, the following year, um, and then uh, wound up over at Santa Clara, I had gotten some interest from a few other schools, but you know, with what I wanted to study in school. And I really liked the the head coach that they had just hired at Santa Clara. So I went over there. Um, You know, again, injuries kind of up and down. Um, Didn't get drafted junior year or senior year. Um, I had had okay years in college. You know, wasn't my best. I think I've continued to get better even now. Like being 30, I'm the best I've ever been. And um, so, uh, you know, college ended. Uh, nothing was really happening for me. I was trying to get picked up. Uh, ended up hurting my arm over the summer and I needed Tommy John. So I had that in, uh, let's see, when was that, 2013. Um, luckily, I was able to, to rehab at Santa Clara um, and finish up school. Um, so that was kind of just like a, luck of the draw kind of moment. Like, okay, I can rehab and finish school. So I was able to knock that out. Um, Studied mechanical engineering over there, got my degree. Um, And then, um, you know, rehab back, was looking to get some tryouts. A buddy of mine um, knew some coaches in the Frontier League Indie Ball team um, and uh, went out to the California Winter League, which was in Palm Springs. Um, just to throw a bullpen um, for a couple coaches. Went out there, threw pretty well. Ended up being a different coach that happened to be there who wanted to sign me. So said yes, Continue my career. Went and played uh, indie ball for the Windy City Thunderbolts about 25, 30 minutes south of Chicago. So I uh, got to experience a little bit of Chicago then. And... Um, Finished up that year, I was uh, working out with uh, my pitching coach. I have a pitching coach on the side in the off offseason um, down in San Diego. Um, he, um, you know, has a backyard bullpen, basically. A bunch of us go out there, and one at a time, we'll, we throw bullpens, and he works with us, and everybody else kind of hangs around, talks, talks baseball, talks pitching, and it's a really cool environment. Um, but I, uh, I was throwing a bullpen there one day, and uh, the Cubs happened to be there, and uh, I did well, and they signed me literally the next day. They called me in the morning, so that that started my journey as a cub, and then, uh, you know, since then it's been been at every level. I've had multiple injuries. Uh, I had a nerve injury in my shoulder in seventeen, which I was out the whole year for. I eighteen, I had a. Had hernia surgery and I tore my groin, so I mean, you name it, <laughs> it's it's happened to me. And and then uh, you know, I just kind of worked on some stuff over the quarantine and the year before that, and I'm um, I feel great,
0: dude. The the journey is unbelievable. I, people, some people will think like you know, these people, these guys that get to the MLB are just like these prodigies, these childhood like. 10 11 12 they were the best players by far like you know 13 14 into high school they're just like all right they're gonna be top 10 picks for sure but your journey is just like unbelievable like we all you were always legit growing up you know what i mean but like the way you had to grind is just incredible
2: i mean i didn't i never really thought i was i mean I, i knew i was like good and i loved to play the game but i i feel like i peaked way later than everybody else um you know, there were guys that I was playing with in high school who I was like, "Well, they're going to go probably play in in college, and I'm going to have to grind it out." I've, it's never come easy to me. I know, like some people might, from the outside looking in, think that like maybe it has, but it absolutely hasn't. Like it's been like I've had to, I've had to put the work in to to um like do well. I mean, if you look like a high school freshman year, I was five foot seven, um, you know, throwing maybe 75 miles an hour. Like I remember being surprised when the, they said that I made the freshman team and uh, you know, sophomore year, like literally first day, I told us to everybody. It was crazy. Like I was six foot two, six foot three. So, you know, a little bit of it was, you know, me being like growing into my body um but you know i never really thought that i was the best player on the team growing up and i've always had like a chip on my shoulder you know felt like i've had to prove myself pretty much to every single person that i've either played for or played with um so to finally have it like come full circle is pretty amazing
1: yeah it's awesome uh i have a question kind of along those lines Like obviously coming out of Wilson in Long Beach, just like so many incredible athletes and baseball players. You've seen guys with way more hype than you. And like you said, you, you didn't have a full ride to college as a senior in high school. You didn't get drafted first round. We know guys like that that did and then have already given up on their MLB journey. So what made you just and obviously you're a smart dude you had a mechanical engineering degree you could go get a job somewhere what was your yeah. like choice to to keep when you're seeing people that like were drafted higher than you and all this stuff but by the time they're 26 get out of the game what kept you wanting to play minor league baseball and keep chasing it
2: I think it's I've always had that internal drive um you know even even like in the little league I mean like going to practice wasn't a wasn't a chore for me. I know like a lot of guys I remember in, in Little League and even high school it was like, you know, a lot of times their parents would have them, you know, either force them to go to practice or, you know, make them want to play. And I never had that. Uh, my parents were always like, hey, is, is this something that you want to do? If it is something that you want to do, like we'll support you 100%, like whatever you want us to do to help you achieve that. So like I've always had that and I've had to develop the, the the drive internally on my own and I think that's probably a big key because it I it made me not burn out. You know a lot of guys burn out and uh yeah like I may not have gotten drafted um you know a lot of guys were and have gotten burned out and um or either chose to do something else. It uh I just never really saw myself doing anything else. Like even with the degree, it's like, like, can I really even see myself, you know, doing engineering stuff? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to have to do like a, a degree that, you know, I didn't enjoy doing or I didn't feel like was challenging me enough. Um, you know, not that other degrees aren't challenging. I'm just saying like, I'm just a very creative person, but, um, you know, I I'm like, do I wanna sit sit at a cubicle like my whole life? Not really. Um and like I have this ability and I have these gifts. So, you know, I'm gonna you know, make the most of them and refine them and you know, I, I love playing this game and I always have. And I, I think a lot of that is that love for the game, honestly. Um you know, proving to myself that I can
1: that I could do it.
0: John, I'm 28. I got two more years. Uh, I I might give it a shot. Like, this is firing me up a little bit, huh? (laughs) It's a little inspirational. Let me tell you something. The
1: mound at Wrigley sounds a whole hell of a lot better than a cubicle. (laughs) I'll
0: tell you that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Did – I mean, you've been hurt, like, your whole life, basically. Did that (laughs) – like, I I guess that's kind of funny now. But, like, did that keep you motivated? Like, hey, I haven't even been healthy yet. Like, let's get healthy first and freaking see if this thing works. Did that, like, keep you rolling as well?
2: Yeah, I, I, I got to say, like, every time that I did get injured or hurt, like, I don't think I ever thought, well, you know, I probably should give it up. It was like, okay, I'm going to have my little bit of, like, a a little downspurt. Like, oh, man, like, I got to go through, through another injury. But then it's like, who do I got to talk to to figure out what i need to do to like get better during this time so you know like just as an example when i had the nerve thing going on in my shoulder i was like okay so i probably can't use my room the way that i normally would but what can i use i can use my legs so like i got after it in the weight room um focused a lot on like getting my lower half strong and then you know it's, it's just figuring out, like, how you can make the best of the situation, um, you know, because it's really the easy choice is just to say, like, no, this is too hard. I don't, I don't want to do this. Um, you know, like, it's so easy to just stop. You know, that, that's a decision. So I just made a decision to figure out what I could improve on more or, like, take the downtime as, like, a, you know, a blessing in a way. You're like okay, now I have all this time to work on something specific. Um, so I think that that was a driving factor as well.
0: Are you throwing the hardest you've ever thrown? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. How do you throw so hard? Like you absolutely <laughs> throw gas.
2: I don't know. What was I in high school? When I maybe like 90, 91? I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, eighty-eight to ninety-one, like, probably right.
2: You're probably right. I mean, I think in college, I was probably topping out at 93. But, like, 91, 92 consistently. Then again, I was a starter. So, I think being a, being a reliever is a little bit different. I can come in and, um, you know, try and blow the doors off a little bit more. But, um, honestly, like, so the velocity bump came within the last, like, two years. So, I went – so, at the end of the 2019 season – so even in pro long, I'd like top out at ninety five. I'd maybe hit ninety six once in a while, like during the season. But again, I was like two to four. Um, so after the season, I went over to. Um, you guys heard of a Titleist Performance Institute?
0: Uh, no, yeah. I haven't.
2: So it's so it's Titleist, but they have a, a what's called a Performance Institute down TPI. It's down in Oceanside. Um. I went there and got evaluated. Um, the, uh, the head guy there, Craig Rose, he uh, he works with a lot of athletes, like rotational athletes. Obviously, works with a lot of golfers. And there's a few baseball guys that go there. Ran me through like an eval, tested my strength, mobility. Um, found out where like my deficiencies were, what I could work on, and then like threw me on a on a mound with like the Sensors on my body so I could like see how i move There's like a screen on the wall, Throw a bullpen there, and then we just kind of brainstormed. I was there for maybe five hours, um, just trying to fine tune any little thing I could. And like since then, since working on my body and how I move, uh, the velocity came, it was more consistent. Um, so I think overall, just being able to. Because as efficient as possible with my body, use as much as much uh, power and force from the ground into my delivery. Uh, but yeah, and now it's funny because it's, it feels more effortless than it did when I was throwing ninety-two to ninety-four because I figured out my body, dude.
0: That's awesome. I mean, I, I see you on Twitter. You got like freaking pitching ninja saying how nasty you are. <laughs> like that's that's pretty unbelievable to me. And like in the, the first, the the first outing
2: too. Yeah. yeah I mean well,
1: it's crazy. That first outing, like, you couldn't have asked for a better result. Can you walk us through that? Like you finally get called up, what happens? And then also just like the reaction. I mean, first of all, I didn't know that I mean I, I should have known this because we like went to the same schools, but every single person I know posted you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like like the support's been unbelievable back here in Long Beach. But but talk a little bit about that first outing and then and then you can talk about the sport. Well,
2: I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go back even the day before that, like getting called up. I mean, that, that was really cool. And I was, so I fly into Detroit and I'm just like clammy hands, like nervous, (laughs) don't know what to expect. Like got picked up from the airport and we're driving over to, um, you know, the stadium there in Detroit. I'm just like, man, this is really happening, you know, and uh, I was super nervous um, didn't get in that game, but like, one you know, the guys on the team were awesome, congratulating me, welcoming me to the team. And we get, you know, that game goes by cool. Like getting my feet wet a little bit. And then, you know, we go to Wrigley and, uh, you know, again, nervous, not sure what to expect. Like, I know the fans in Chicago are amazing and I knew that, you know, being on that field would be a whole nother experience, you know, it being at home. And uh, I think I I got warmed up, like, three times that game uh, in my debut, like, before I actually went out into the game. There were a few other situations where I could have come in. But ended up going into the ninth, and I just remember kind of, like, my heart racing. I was a little nervous. And then, like, the one thing I remember, like, vividly, so we got the bullpen out in the outfield, so you, like, go through the doors out of the ivy and I like, can step out onto the field. So, like, I opened up the doors, and it was just, like, bright lights because um, it's kind of dark in the bullpen. So, you, like, walk out, and just everything's lit up. Um, all the fans are going crazy behind you. Uh, so, you got the bleachers up above the bullpen. Um, you know, I'm jogging out. It's, like, like the coolest thing is look try to take it in um, because you only debut one time. So I wanted to make sure that I was feeling every emotion. And then, you know, I get out there and I'm still nervous running out there. And I get out to the mound and as soon as my feet hit the dirt and like my foot hits the rubber and I told my, I just whispered to myself, like you belong here and it's the same game. And then like from that moment on, like when I was on the mound, I, you know, all the nerves went away. It was just, you know, this is what I've worked for, and you know, this is all the work that I put in, like prepared me for this moment. So, uh, from that point
0: on, it was you know, everything took care of itself. I'm so goddamn fired <laughs> that, up. That was the
1: uh, for how do you, I don't know how you said how you calm the nerves yeah, because yeah. I'm like so nervous thinking about going into <laughs> Wrigley. W- I mean, I guess I mean, yeah. What
0: what's I think I'd faint. What's the what's the clubhouse like? Like, have you met all the guys already?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've met everybody, and I. I've met a good chunk of them, like, during spring training, too. Right, right, right. Um, Like, the last three years, I was, uh, you know, I'd I'd back up for Major League camp. So, I'd go over to the games and sometimes get in, um, sometimes not. But, you know, I've been around all those guys. We all use the same, you know, weight room and gym and, you know, uh, agility field and all that. So, we're around each other. But it was more like everybody was congratulating me and everybody was fired up especially with how the debut went Um, the the vibes in the locker room are awesome this team is awesome do you think awesome
0: do you think i could be a clubhouse guy
2: (laughs) i gotta say that would be
0: the gig yeah i mean (laughs) i i think i'd be pretty good at it you know good vibes uh i i could do like laundry and shit. like i'm pretty good at all that stuff Good,
2: hey, good vibes is key. Um, got to be able to kick in with the boys. Take a bunch of crap from everybody.
0: <laughs> That's probably what I'm best at. Uh. We'll see. Uh, maybe maybe the Angels got an opening or something. I could stay close to home.
2: Look into it, for real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: Are you at a hotel right now in Pittsburgh?
2: Yeah.
1: What? Just in, in
2: downtown Pittsburgh. You see a few of these yellow bridges out the window. That's awesome.
0: PNC's kind of sick.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. What what what's like? What's it like living like a big leaguer now? Versus, and what was it like being a minor leaguer? I mean, were you grinding or did you enjoy it?
2: I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's it's a grind. I mean, every guy that's doing it right now is is grinding. You know, a lot of people don't don't realize that. I would say the majority of people don't realize that. They think, oh, you're a professional baseball player. Like you have every, you haven't made like uh i wouldn't say that um you know i we get paid well below the poverty line i think um, in the minor leagues but you know that's that's part of the you know the allure and what we're working toward it's like what are what are you willing to do to kind of make it happen
0: that's true that's Um, a good point
2: but but like you know I don't know. Well, the big league side of it's been a little surreal, and like, I have a way of living my life, and I probably won't change, even though like I have all this going on. <laughs> like, I'm still like down home, like Long Beach kid, you know.
1: You're not ordering the buffet room service.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we get a we get a few meals covered, so we got like a little menu we can order from, and. Uh, it's actually really funny. This was my first experience when we were in St. Louis. Um, I like called or whatever to get my order in for the morning, um, just like a basic breakfast with some coffee. And they're we like, "How many, how many place settings would you like um, for your for your meal?" And I was like, "No." And they <laughs> knock on the door with like a full rollout table uh, with like my food in a hot box. And, you could have just brought
0: this to me on a paper plate and that would <laughs> totally fine. That's pretty awesome, dude. That's, <laughs> that's so great. All those little stories, bro, are so hilarious. Uh, how cool is Javi Baez? He's super cool. I, um, he, I, I saw him one time. Uh, well, first off, I went to spring training one time and yeah. he gave me a wave, which is pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy's electric, but... One time Absolutely. I saw a video of him like it fully dressed in his Cubs uniform at a Starbucks. Is that it did did that happen? Was that like real life?
2: I think I remember seeing that. Was that like 2 years ago maybe? Yeah, something two, like that. Years.
0: But I saw, he was just like fully dressed in his game uniform and he just went to Starbucks to go grab a drink. <laughs> like that's pretty sick.
2: <laughs> I I mean, I wouldn't say that's like a regular occurrence um but I think I'd say, like, most of the guys on the team just love doing stuff for the people of Chicago, too. You know, so, like, yeah. even if it's something like fun or funny like that, um, you know, this team likes to have a good time and likes to have fun. And he, uh, obviously, super cool, man. He's super pro. Um, a lot of swag, way more swag than I probably will ever have in my life.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't go um, chasing that, Tommy.
2: No, no, that's <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'll stick I'll stick to my uh my my Katen and uh <laughs> rocking my swim trunks and flip flops and get made fun of by
1: everybody. That's awesome. Uh, do you want to touch on what what any reaction or, or any support you've gotten from friends and family since in this last week?
2: Um uh, I mean, the support from Friends and Family has been absolutely huge. I mean, even people that I haven't talked to in a while, like, people from high school even, like, just reaching out. Like, maybe they didn't know that I was still playing or didn't know, like, what I had been up to, but still willing to, like, reach out and say thanks. Or not thanks, but uh congrats. And I tried to – I think I got back to pretty much everybody. I spent, like – hours in my hotel room for like my debut, just making a, making it a point to at least say thank you to every single person that, that reached out to me. Um, you know, and it's just really, really cool. Um, how everyone from Long Beach has been so fired up. You know, it's like people reaching out saying like, this is the best news I've ever heard. Um, you know, your story is inspiring. Like all, you know, just that uh, in between. That's so cool.
0: I got one more question. How yeah. how uh, how cool is it having Duffy in the clubhouse with you?
2: Honestly, really cool. Like, I, and to have him at Third Base for my debut. I, I, I went up to him in the locker room after that game. Like, well, actually, it was the next day. I went up to him, and you know, I was like, "Listen, Duff, I I just want you to know, like." I thought that that was really cool and special that you were playing third for my debut, and you made the final out in that outing. And he was like, "Yeah, man, that was really, really awesome." Um, you know, and I—it's funny because some of the other, some of the guys, like i will mention to them like how I, I know Duffy, and you know, like our families used to go camping together when we were younger, and then we were rivals in high school, and then we were a freshman together at Long Beach State, and now we're you know. Both on the Cubs and the big leagues, and um, it was it was really cool. Um, really cool having another another guy from the area um, on the team. Probably pretty rare for most teams, but. Yeah,
0: it was, it was really cool. That's I I feel like that's getting swept under the, the rug quite a bit. Like, that's kind of a crazy story, how you guys are just both playing for the Cubs. Like, two two grinders, kind of, you know? Like, not always the, yeah. like, most legit, like, dudes in high school that were, like, supposed to be these freaking rock star big leaguers, and you guys are just together on the Cubs.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny how things work out, you know? And it's, uh, I think it's a testament to just, like, putting your head down, putting those blinders on and just like going forward like that's my goal. That's what I'm going to go get, you know. And uh you know, he's certainly done that and you know, I've certainly done that. Dude, it's s- cool being together.
0: So awesome, bro. So awesome. Dude, congrats on all the success, man. We're rooting for Thank you God. over here. Everybody's rooting for you over here in Long Beach, man. Uh one of the, one of the good guys uh that we know, one of the cool like hometown guys that we know and uh it's always good hearing from you, bro.
1: Absolutely, man. Anytime. Seriously. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Are you going to go to Permani Brothers now that you're in Pittsburgh? Go <laughs> <You're> where? <laughs> Permani Brothers. What is that? Oh, gosh. I don't know anything about Pittsburgh. What do you got for me? <laughs> uh, It's like their most famous sandwich. It's like uh, where they put f- the fries and they put the coleslaw. It's all in the sandwich. You got to look it up. P-R-I-M-A-N-T-I. Okay. I'm per- definitely going to look it up. Permani Brothers. It'll knock you out. Maybe have it like... Uh, well, on the day you're leaving or something, you'll sleep in the plane.
2: I'm going to look it up. I'm going to do it right right when we're done. Uh,
1: awesome. You, it's it's like their most famous thing.
0: <laughs> right on, Tommy. Hey, congrats, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Tommy. Guys. appreciate Thanks it. for man. having me.
1: Wow, I swear I got screwed on
2: the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine.
0: I mean, what a guy. One of those guys where. I mean, you just have to root for him.
1: Like, I feel like we're gonna sit down with him maybe again after the season, probably because more. like, there's so much. He did his best, but, but like ten year, ten years about. I mean, more. Yeah, more. Like ten realistic years of 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 working towards this one week, and and my dad says it a lot about some guys. It's like, even if you're up for one, like if you're chasing this, as long as it is. Like there's guys that never make it and chase it just as long, you know. know what I mean. So like, like, I, I hope and I like hopefully he continues to just like strike people out for the next few years. But like, it's so worth it to celebrate. I think
0: oh a thousand percent. Like
1: this, he's on the cups. That's so cool. Like when you take everything back, it's like that's what everyone like you said wants to do.
0: You, I mean. He's a major league ball player, and, like, you can never, ever take that away from him, which is so awesome. Think about that. He played major league baseball. That's a huge
1: deal. And his life leading up to this, like, I mean, he's a good dude. He'll fit in wherever, but, I mean, it's got to be semi-tough. I mean, you're just riding the bus. You're in random cities. You're playing for no money. It's Like, you can't, and you can't. You have to work as hard as the people who are making millions of dollars and living in mansions. You have to work yeah. harder than them because you're trying to take their sp- place. Right.
0: By the way, like, we're, we've are we been talking about how much this guy grinded, which he has, you know. We talked about how, you know, he wasn't the greatest player of all time coming out of high school. Like, he was a great – he was a good, good player, but we didn't know he was going to be, like, a big leaguer or whatever, you know. I mean, let's not take away the fact that he freaking shoves – yeah. Like, he's, the reason he's up there is because he's nasty as shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's a scrub. And that's what's like... He chucks 98.
1: He's dirt house. I feel like that is the the, the lasting draw of sports is that, like, there's no, like, every other path of life, it's like, oh, you're either here because you earned it or, like, your uncle owns the company or, like, you know someone who knows someone or, like... There's no faking it if you're pitching for the Cubs. Yeah, but like, so true. They And, like, say what you want about analytics. I certainly do. I hate them. But, like, they're not putting anyone there who isn't, like, analytically, like, the best possible situation. So There's true. There's just nothing. They just want to win the, the freaking game.
0: So true. Like, you don't just, like, hey, you grinded for this long, let's give you a shot yeah, type thing. No, no the guy's nasty. Yeah. There's a reason why he's in the it's league. 98 crazy i can't believe how hard he throws i really can't i mean i can but like we said there's like some article about how he might have the best slider and like crazy in the yeah. league or something like what was it it was like the the most spin. was it the most spin on a slider or something like that rotations per minute something. or something or i mean something like that all I
1: these know. analytics is like that's that's what we're saying it's just like i don't know you get jaded on everyone else not to get not to take back from everyone else but like some people work their ass off in any industry and they deserve it. Some people don't and they're there. But in the major leagues, you earned it. You, oh, you are there to. because you earned it. You have to. And especially a guy who doesn't like have like the raw, like, oh, he's 17 in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, he's going to be a, a star for the next 15 years. Right. This was his time in Ants coming out of Long Beach, switching colleges, playing indie, not even minors, playing the indie ball. That's
0: awesome. I mean, he made it, dude. I, he made. Like it. I said, you can't take away a guy that freaking played in the major leagues. Like he, he's he pitched in the big leagues. He walked out on the mound, freaking shoved. Did That's he get so a save cool. that day? Maybe. I think they were up I four. Know. I think right. I think he get a save. That's kind of sick. I feel like it's
1: also cool. Like I'm assuming probably some of the like baseball kids of Long Beach are listening to this. Like, dude, we've been through it. There's forty guys with more hype his age from Long Beach than Tommy Nance. Oh, like yeah. you know what I mean? When when it gets down to like the politics and the hype yep. and like, and he and he's the guy. He's like one of what like four guys are his age You made it. Yeah, like, there were at least forty guys who who were rated higher. The coaches talked about. The parents
0: talked about it, and they didn't make it. It's I mean, let's be honest one of the hardest things to do in life probably is play major league baseball. Yeah. There are so many people that play minor league ball that just don't, they don't make it. Yeah. And he did it. Like the other guy, like you said, Duffy, similar story. It's not easy to get to the big leagues, dude. It just isn't. Or else I'd be there.
1: Well, you, (laughs) you would be, you would be there if you wanted to. Uh, all right. Let's
0: get to the rest of the show.
1: Also sad that Tommy never led the League in doubles. Like, that's true. like you
0: did. That's a good point. Yeah. You know that can't be taken away from me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like I said, hey, I'm not 30 yet. Maybe I haven't hit my prime. You would be a good clubhouse guy. Oh God, yeah. And like They need me in the league. I've never, I don't I
1: don't think I've ever seen you do laundry, but I know you're good at it.
0: Look at how clean this shit looks. Yeah, that. Look wow. at these socks. Oh my god! I was wearing these yesterday. That's how clean look, they are. Look, we're both wearing gold
1: toes. Look at mine yeah. versus yours. Yours are gross. What a, what
0: a shame. Yours are gross. Yeah. I mean, you've probably had those since 2011, though. If we're being if we're being honest, I actually had
1: those. I wore these especially today because I put them on when Tommy uh, walked on a Long Beach
0: State. That was when I <laughs> that's
1: when I bought this pair.
0: So. Oh fuck! All right. Uh, you got anything else? No. What a guy. What a guy. Like I said, he's been in the turtleneck party. So any young kids out there that are trying to succeed and get to the big league level, I mean, just come to the turtleneck party. It's true. We're not having it this year or next year, but when it returns, you better you bet your ass Yeah, you young well, kids should if be there, there. If
1: opportunities like that arise, don't be too cool. Yes, that and that's exactly I think what what Tommy shows us every day. It's like he's not, he's so humble, so nice, not too cool. He's he got not, nothing to prove to you. Not he's got nothing to
0: prove, and he never has. That's so cool. That's such a good way to describe him.
1: Yeah, like he's just
0: like I'm gonna go be myself, and then I'm gonna go throw throw ninety eight on the bump. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, uh, John. You have, you have a grind my gears? Did you that you wanted to bring up?
1: Just a small one.
0: Okay. I, Hit me.
1: It's been it's been forming for a while. Like you you know, our group of friends like all the exact same, grew up together, like whatever, similar interests. The more we spread our wings in the world, is this happening to you? Like, I feel like every day I want to make a Seinfeld reference to people who don't know Seinfeld. That's my grind my gears. You're saying that not as. Like not everyone has watched every Seinfeld episode twenty times. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, and I just ca- feel so you can't make the reference. To yeah, people? it's just and it's just like and then I feel like a loser because no one wants to be the guy who's like bringing up some show that no one's ever heard of. But like, it's well, not. It's like it's not that people haven't watched Seinfeld. It's that we know every line of every episode, and it's so easy. Right.
0: Right. I think whoever you're referencing is a loser. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, well, but it's multiple people. But, like, like how? Like, how have you not watched that show? It's, it's sad that that's not, like... You haven't just I, accidentally changed the channel to Channel 13 at 10 p.m.?
1: Yeah. Like, come on. That's pretty bad.
0: It's close to KCAL 9. KCAL 9 was where the Lakers used to play, right? So if oh. you're watching the game, accidentally press up. Bam. Channel 13. That's true. What about if you're watching Fox? You know, what if you're one up one up? Huh? Right. Didn't they just skip 12? Yeah, they did skip 12. Mm. Why is that? Why don't they have channel six? Well, they do have channel six. Oh, that's actually goes off. It has KDLC. Yeah, you're (laughs) right.
1: I forgot. But it recently. What about eight?
0: Huh? Ocho.
1: I think I think it is Spanish. Oh, is it? Maybe.
0: Maybe you're right. Univision. Mm. Huh? Mm hmm. I've been watching a couple of uh uh telenovelas. Oh. Yeah. Sharpening the old uh Spanish vocabulary. That's important. Yeah. Well, you never know. Well, if you're gonna be
1: a clubhouse guy. Exactly.
0: Huh? I want to learn
1: like Japanese too, just in case.
0: Otani? mm mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, he had another home run the other day. There's there has never been a better baseball player in the, the world than him.
1: I still i still I'm think telling you, some that. of the most interesting people in the world are these professional
0: translators. How do you become that? Is what I want like. Wonder.
1: How do you become it? Like, is it a fun lifestyle? Are you getting paid like shit or like good? Because it's like you got. They, they're not well. used that often, but it's just like okay, randomly Otani has a good game, and we need to interview him. Okay, here's here's his translator.
0: I think you have to be you're like
1: his personal driver. Like you're you're basically a butler. Yeah,
0: you have to, You just you're his friend its You're a, just gotta be your, yeah. the guy's friend
1: but like a really good friend because you like travel with him
0: yeah and you, I'm assuming that's the only person he hangs out with well he's got to hang out with other people but
1: oh I get it because he he only speaks to that guy
0: yeah like everybody's gotta like people don't even have to like Otani you just gotta like Otani's translator exactly he's speaking through him
1: and if that guy's a dick it really Otani really...
0: sounds like a dick yeah that's a problem see maybe maybe that's what i can do <laughs> Wait, th-
1: now that you put it that way that makes sense because like what if we were in japan if me and you were in japan i would only talk to you
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's so cool yeah like wow just two two guys in a different country that's awesome
0: do you think he brought him from japan to Southern California? Or do you think he was already here and he had to interview a bunch of guys? I think to be he's his from buddy. Japan. You think it's his friend from Japan already? Yeah, I really do.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Maybe we should start... Maybe I should start learning like German or something. And then somebody who's like a legit athlete and like a good soccer player or something. And he's going to Germany but doesn't know any German. I could be his buddy. He takes me with him. So fun. I'm rich as shit.
1: Rich as shit. I want to know how much these translators are paid. I mean Otani. He's.
0: You know what I don't get? He's rich. You know when like. Athletes always talk about, or not athletes, but like business owners will be like, oh. Let's say Tommy Nance freaking closes out the World Series or whatever you know for the Cubs. And then some one Cubs business owner will be like, oh, never going to have to buy a drink in his life in the city. You know? You know when right. they say yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that? Like, why the hell is that the case? They make more money than anybody else. Yeah. They so should be the ones paying. That's true. If anybody. Right? Like, if anybody should be paying, it should be like Aaron Rodgers. Right.
1: Yeah, it's pretty backwards. It,
0: I, that so We need to fix that. Like, yeah. If he wins a Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers, he should go to the bar and buy all of the Packers fans. The I feel beers.
1: like they do, and then bartenders just, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Why is that? Humans just want to be cool.
0: I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, that's it for that. What'd you, what were you were we talking about? Oh, Seinfeld. That was your my gears is that everybody should have to watch it's, it's
1: it. E- it's evolving. I, I, I think it would be nice if everyone watched it.
0: You'd think that more people would watch it because it's on Hulu now.
1: Yeah. But people are so into the shows that are like like I don't know. If you're watching Seinfeld start to finish, that's fine, but like you don't need to.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I sure as hell didn't.
1: I sure as hell didn't. It's almost better sometimes when you don't. You
0: know what the worst? Cuz there you don't want like there's no point in like expecting a storyline. When Seinfeld first went to Hulu, I'd never even watched it on Hulu because I couldn't pick an episode like that was difficult for I, me to I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because,
1: yeah, it just needs to be presented to you. Yeah. And they all sound you're like, ah, I just watched that. But I feel about like
0: every single episode. I feel that way. Right. But then
1: when you do turn on, it's like, wow, this is hilarious. great episode. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Well, they should have a randomized button.
1: Yeah. they Wow.
0: Do they do that already?
1: They, they should.
0: I don't think that's a bad idea.
1: That's not a bad idea. <laughs>
0: all right. I got a couple of things for you Before we shut her down What time we got We got a little bit of time Let's uh, Let's get to this real quick And then we'll take off Okay John, is that cool Yeah I don't know if you've heard about this But the This Queen Mary news Is getting out of hand You're hearing all these Queen Mary stories No I'm reading all this stuff About the Queen Mary operators And like the shady shit They were doing now I know why it's bank why that thing's gone bankrupt a couple of times. What were they doing? Well, just like they were taking like they were s- splitting the Queen Mary into two separate like businesses, so that they were taking extra loan money, COVID relief money, or whatever to take care of both of them. But they like I didn't read a lot into it, but. Basically, the people who are running... Like, Eagle Hospitality Trust, the people who are, who run the uh, Queen Mary, the two higher-ups are just absolute sleazeballs. Just stealing money and using it for themselves.
1: That sounds about right.
0: I was also reading something that... uh, Some, like, princess in Scotland... Maybe not princess, but, like, some... F- royalty in scotland or whatever says that they'll take the queen mary back oh they would love to and that's the first thing i thought of that's the, i get hope, rid of it you can have them <laughs> this is like this this
1: big old piece of crap in your home that like you're like oh, i'm not gonna put on offer up because no one wants it and then someone comes into your house and says i'll pay you two grand
0: yes good riddance get rid of it and if it's something that's like heavy too. Yeah, it's super.
1: Are they gonna move it? Are they gonna hire the moving company? Yeah.
0: Like the only reason I don't want to get rid of it is because it's too heavy to move.
1: Exactly. Wow.
0: Give it to her. You can have it. Free. Just you move it, lady. I, I gotta I gotta figure out who it was. It was like some kind of royalty in Scotland. It's just some queen. Unless they like reappraise
1: the like the problem with the Queen Mary is it's appraised at like, what? Like, it's worth, like, $4 billion? Like... No way. No, that's probably exaggeration. There's definitely an exaggeration. Oh. But, like... I was
0: going to say, I'd be... But you
1: know what I mean? When, like, when they, like, how much it costs to buy it, it's like you have to sign some ridiculous, like, $80 million over five-year contract. It's yeah. Like, like, why? Who, like... That, like, we're never going to make that profitable selling shitty clam chowder at the barge restaurant on their... I could go for some like, clam chowder. Oh, though. it sounds great. But, like, it's just, like, how is that worth that much? And how are they ever expecting to make a profit? Give it to the Scotland lady.
0: Just so, give it to the Scotland lady. So the, the two people who were, like, the head of the Queen Mary or whatever spent all... How much did they get? Let's see. They got a shit ton of money. For COVID relief or whatever. And they spent literally everything. Including. So like a little over like 2.3 million or whatever they got. And they spent. Or just like gave 200,000 to different businesses. Law firms. What? Different entities and stuff like that. So some shady shit's going like, on. Wh-
1: like why does the Queen Mary even need it? I don't
0: understand that. They want money, dude. Everybody's all about making money, which I get. But the Queen Mary is an absolute. It's just run by a couple of scumbags. There's no getting around it. I'm down to get rid of it unless they turn it into a midi golf course like we said that they should. They, um, should, they just, just let it sink, right? <laughs> yes. Let
1: it sink. Like, honestly, now. like It happened to the Titanic. We sh- yeah, and it's the best thing that ever
0: happened to the Titanic. I know. They made a movie about it. Yeah. If you want to make your money back, have it sink, make a movie about it. Box office numbers are sky high. Bang, yep. bang. And we got the 10 mil back. Yep. Easy.
1: Um, see, now I'm only thinking we can really only give this thing to the Scotland lady if we dislike her. Like, that's yeah, like, that. that's like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, true. Oh, like, yeah, you can have it. Like, this is going to ruin her life. Oh, yeah. Where is she going to put it? Does she have a big backyard?
0: Because as we talked about last week, Scotland is not that big. It's like the size of, what, Arizona, probably? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be able to see the Queen Mary
1: from everywhere in Scotland. Everyone's going to know she has it. Yeah? We we should... Someone should be on a committee making sure we dislike this chick before
0: we give her the Queen Mary. Should we be on the committee?
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we could actually... That might be the first thing Robert Garcia approves that's our idea. We are on the uh, feasibility comi- committee to see... How much Long Beach is in favor of the Duchess of Scotland?
0: Okay. And, we I, just, and our job is to go hang out with
1: her and see if we like
0: her. I found it. It's not a girl. I thought it was. All right, I'm out on the committee. <laughs> if it were up to me, I'd bring her home, Scottish parliamentarian says of the Queen Mary. Martin Docherty Hughes, oh. a member of the United Kingdom Parliament. We're back in. We'll go hang out with Martin. Marty? But what if he's a good guy? We want him to be a bad guy. Yeah, but if he's a good guy. But then we can't give it to him. I mean, why would we want If he's a
1: good guy, we gain a friend. That's true. If he's a bad guy, we get rid of the Queen. It's a win-win. It's a a win-win.
0: Yeah, I like that idea now. Worst case scenario, we get a good friend out of this thing. And then we have a place to stay when we go to the United Kingdom.
1: (laughs) That's literally all it's stopping. Flights are cheap right now. Flights are cheap, but where are you going to stay? Exactly. That's the most
0: expensive part. And now I got a guy, Marty. And he's part of the parliament. I don't know what that means, but it's it's got to be something important. Does he wear a wig? He's got to wear a wig. Yeah, I think so. Do they still do that in the UK? I assume.
1: I think you're, you're right. right. I just picture the 1800s when I think of
0: the parliament. I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Uh, w- another thing for you. I don't know if you saw this, but they keep... They keep giving out prizes, not prizes, but like they're offering rewards to get the vaccine. Yeah. This week is freaking hotel stays and AirPods where if you get a freaking vaccine, I don't know how many they're giving out. I don't know. Maybe they like raffle your name off or whatever, but like, can you get more than one vaccine? That's a good point. Should we go get one? Because, like, first like what of all, you got two. Like, that's not gonna kill you, is it? No. Wow, you're so right. What I could get like ten, and then my odds of getting like something sick is <laughs> through the roof. Like a, a nice little hotel stay. Are you fucking kidding me? That'd be epic. And they a have no vacation. They have no idea who no. got their vaccine. No. No
1: idea. I got. They gave me one card. Yeah, like CVS gave me a card, or did they? No
0: one here will ever know except me. What if I already lost my card? Yeah. They don't know. Like, are we in a system? I don't think so. We're definitely not in a system. Well, they put a microchip in us, though. Oh, that's true. So, forgot you, about that. Did you hear that
1: magnets are sticking to people's arms? No
0: way. That cannot <laughs> be true.
1: I don't think it is. What is, Where'd but I'm all, I'm all for it. Where'd concern. you get yours,
0: left or right? Uh, not telling you. Come on. Left. Yeah. Who who would – one time uh, my buddy Luis, cook at uh, Rizzini's, he got his shot in his right arm, and it was, like, hurting him. When what he was, was he like... thinking? That's what I told him. He was like, ah, Pablo, my <laughs> brazo, man, it hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I got the shot. And I was like, "You got it in your right arm, you freaking psychopath, you lunatic!" Yeah, you're supposed to get it in the other arm.
1: I don't even think lefties get it in their right arm. <laughs> yeah, like you're probably right. It probably doesn't even work if it goes in your right arm. <laughs> like, vaccines are
0: definitely left arm. Do you have, how, how does it, I don't know how a vaccine works. You just stick it right in your arm. How it's, did that? How did, Why can't? Can you put it like on this side?
1: Oh. Messenger RNA, Paul. Come on. Is that true? Yeah.
0: Like you can't put it on your leg?
1: Oh you can put it anywhere. It's the messenger right? RNA. They I'm sure they spread the message everywhere. You
0: don't put it in your vein, do you? you? Don't? Yeah, you do. Oh you do? Well what else do you put in? Well you I don't know. Like Some random ass kid put it in mine. He was like some
1: like, I've, I've never volunteered firefighter or
0: some shit. <laughs> I've never said the
1: whole vein thing like like oh we gotta find the vein, like like that's where the blood is, right? But like if yeah. I if I poke myself anywhere I'm gonna bleed.
0: Uh, you you, right? you blew one of mine my my brain's broken now,
1: like I don't understand that like it's not, it's not like I can like stick a needle right through my arm the right way where it just like comes out clean
0: yeah that's just, that's a good point, so like what the but you got like arteries and shit right but like if the
1: if the blood's in these little vessels, then I still don't understand then how if, if you miss the vessels then how
0: how does it bleed how many vessels do you have a lot? Veins, arteries. In, like, is it infinity Is amount? it just every? But, like, you can see the
1: veins. I'm looking at my veins right now in my arm. Yeah. So there's this little blue line. Right. Like, if I go right next to that...
0: You, you still bleed.
1: How am I bleeding if the if the blood's all in there? Yeah. Is our skin... Because our skin's not just, like, full of blood. I don't get it.
0: I think we're going to have to get R.N. Mike James back on to teach us some stuff about the human body. The anatomy. Is
1: it, is it just, like... It's just, like... Loaded around the around the circumference of our skin is just veins
0: and arteries, and then in between that, there's no blood. Maybe our whole body is one vein. Maybe we are the vein. <laughs> you ever think about that?
1: You're so vain.
0: <laughs> I, no, it's a good question. Harley Simon had it right, eh? It, I mean, it's I, a, it just it just like if you poked me right now, you're gonna bleed. I'm gonna bleed. Maybe what are, Maybe the, what that's... are the little
1: things uh, on your feet, like the the cap-
0: cap- capillaries or something? Yeah, what yeah. What am I talking about? Something like that, capillary g- glands. Yeah, something like that. I know what you mean, though. It just doesn't make sense to me. We'll 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 do some research.
1: I thought the blood was in veins and arteries. Is it just running around within our skin? Because that that feels kind of gross to me.
0: My b- my brain is broken. Yeah. I, you, You ruined my brain. My whole day got ruined because now I'm going to be thinking. (laughs) I can't think. You know me. Walk outside. Don't use the brain. Show and go, baby. That's all I am. My life is show and go. All right.
1: You know what else I don't get? What? I mean, I, I know it works, but, like, how does blood get up to your brain? With gravity and whatnot. Like, without, like, an engine. Like, what's how, shooting it up there?
0: How does blood get to your brain?
1: Like, it's, like... Well, I think like, it's... what circles... The, oh, your heart isn't it your is heart? the engine.
0: Because it's... <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, put... That's such
1: a good call. And then it just goes...
0: <laughs> right. It's spraying everywhere. And then...
1: But, like, it's, it has that much hops? I guess so. Like, what if you're, like, Dwight Howard? Like, his heart... To his brain has to be so far. That's
0: true. That's why height don't measure heart, John. The shorter you are, the... just
1: beats that hard, which is like, and just shoots it up there? I think so. That's pretty tight. Well,
0: what's our good friend Isaac Newton say? say? Uh, Something that's in motion stays in motion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless something stops it. Maybe there's no gravity in there. Huh? Oh. think about that? A little black hole. Yeah, it could be. Ah. You sure as hell got one right there. beating in
1: your chest. That's why hole. the smarter you are, the less of a heart you have. Because the more, the more, we that, that? Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The less gravity, the more smart you are. Because more blood to your brain. I think we're on to something. <laughs> I think, I think it's a huge, uh gap in
0: in blood knowledge i got a question for you common blood knowledge in order to be a doctor like could i go be a doctor right now like if i if i just went to i'd have to go to school again yeah you have to go to school and you have to buy a white coat like would i have to redo school or i already graduated like you
1: don't have to redo undergrad i think you have to apply i think you have to pass a test to get into med school
0: what kind of test So you have to study to get into school. What if you don't even get into school? You studied for no reason? Yeah. See, that's not worth it. See,
1: I don't... Because you'd probably have to take some sort of test about microbiology. No,
0: I got no time for that. Yeah, so you... Maybe a different career path for you. Well, I think I'm onto something with the blood and shit. Who got the heart thing right?
1: Yeah, that was you.
0: I'm hot. (laughs) I'm one for one. You better go take the test now. (laughs) All right. Uh... I think that's all I got. You got anything else? No. You got an Athlete of the Week?
1: Do yeah. I have an Athlete of the Week?
0: Yeah. I mean, Tommy Nance was our Athlete of the Week last week. Yeah, so he can't, he can't he be, can't be the Athlete of the Week again. Um. How about... Phil could, Mickelson. Yeah, I was just thinking, can we give it to Phil Mickelson? Because no one else is talking about him. Right. Somebody asked to. The dude just won the PGA Championship. He's 50? Tell me he couldn't be like our uncle. You know, like some – or like a, a cool older brother. And you know what? Phil's not going anywhere. Oh, hell no. Like I'll bet on him next week. He's hot. He's just like me with the the doctor test. But you know what I love
1: about Phil Mickelson is like – like you know golf. Like if you're hot, you're hot. Like call him Morikawa. He's going to be like on the top of the leaderboard all year, and then we'll see if he becomes either a great player or this was just his year. Right. And that's how it is with most people. It's like, who's right good heading in? Phil Mickelson just wins a tournament, like, every eight months. And then he misses the cut. That's what it seems like. From, like, from an out, like outside viewpoint, like, I know he probably is playing good or whatever, but, like, he does this, like, he, he's not playing every weekend at the top of the leaderboard. He just plays every once in a while.
0: Sometimes he <sighs> he wins a tournament. Sometimes he doesn't. You know how you get exempt or you have an exemption yeah. or whatever to play in certain tournaments? Is he just, like, lifetime exempt? Like, he gets to play every tournament all the time?
1: I assume so, yeah.
0: Or did this win this week, then now give him, like, eight more years? Something like that. I think. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's. Because, like, Ricky Fowler couldn't play in the Masters last year because he's been shitty. Right. But he had an exemption. Well, yeah, for the
1: majors, you. That's what I mean you have yeah but like Phil already what's the one major he hasn't
0: won or has he won all of them uh i don't think he's won them all has he i know he's won the open championship now it's the pga he'd already won, he's the, PGA, won the masters started, so maybe has he won the us open
1: so he already has you have a lifetime exemption once you once you win a major so he's not worried about oh is that. that true
0: yeah Oh, uh, okay
1: i mean i don't know i don't know if if you win like i don't know how the british open works if he hasn't won that the but, open
0: please oh he has won the open well, it's not the British Open, it's the Open. It's the Open. But
1: he's won that? Yeah. And he's won the U.S. Open. Has he won all of them?
0: Maybe. He must have. Maybe this was the one he hasn't won.
1: No, they said on the broadcast he had.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. That's sad. Congrats to him for completing the career grand slam. <laughs> yeah. huh?
1: No, it was, What if we just broke the news? And it, no one knew. Yeah,
0: nobody knew. That's why nobody's talking about he it. Already
1: want to, do we need to Google that real
0: fast? Do you want to Google it real quick? You want me to filibuster? Yeah, go ahead. Deadline week this week. Uh... Just an absolute grind fest. Uh, excited to hear the playlist, the 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 deadline playlist. What's that one song? Kites are fun. One of my favorite songs that you have on the playlist. Uh, you know the the song at the end of Big Daddy that we just listened to. What? It's by George Harrison, but you think it's the Beatles, but it's just George Harrison. What is my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. Underrated Great song. song, I think. So he does Without not you have love. a... All right, you're done. Okay. He does
1: not have a U.S. Open.
0: I told you. Huh? Wow. But... Time to complete the career grand slam. Yeah, it is. He's a father. Starts on my birthday, June 17th. People forget that.
1: Wow, I can't wait. Huh? That's going to be fun.
0: I'm a big U.S. Should we go? It's in California. Where is it? I think oh, it's in Pebble Beach. Oh, Tory Pines. Yeah. Isn't that his spot? He's due. Holy shit. He's due. I'm in. But see, this is when, I don't know. Should we go? I think it's a good idea. Where's Torrey Pines? San San Diego? Diego. Top three city in the world. I mean, we know our way around, that's for sure. Milwaukee, San Diego, and our sister city in Chinese Taipei. Ooh,
1: quick uh, shout-out of the week before we end this thing. Longtime listener, big-time fan, former guest, Daniel Villarreal, Daniel Votcom.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, moving to Temecula. No way. Getting out of Long Beach, and I couldn't be happier for him.
0: God, what a hero. Yeah. What did we say? It just takes one, John. It just takes one. All of a sudden, Daniel moves to Temecula. All of a sudden, so do Lewis and Clark, yep. me and you. Well, he And then we bring our sack. He reached out to me no, on
1: Instagram, Paul. What'd he say? And he said next time we're there and we want to hit some wineries hit him up and can't wait
0: i couldn't be more in could not be more in all right that's all i got you got anything else no let's get out of here uh tommy nance congrats what a guy deserves everything uh just uh, everybody's rooting for the guy hopefully he yeah. keeps killing it eh? john life is great in the 908 shoot, shoot. so shoot your shot what you gonna do when I come through
1: On the corner, never been beat. you the only skin deep. I like the rim ten
0: feet. You can't stop me. Your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you like this to enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three point threat, no sweat. You can bet. Back it out and fade away. i net hang time. Oh, oh, what, you wanna do? Tell me. Huh. what you gonna do when I come through? Bay?